Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. So now the moment that we've all been waiting for. Carol Hyder is an internationally recognized consultant, speaker, teacher, author, and trainer in the field of feng shui. Her integrative spaces strategy combines ancient practices with modern research to create superior environments. Carol holds an MA in East Asian Studies and has been a feng shui consultant since 1992, having studied with His Holiness Grandmaster Thomas Lin Yong. Her Holiness Crystal Chu Rinpoche and Roger Green, all master teachers in their respective philosophies of feng shui. So Carol, welcome to New World Women, and we're going to ask you to unmute. Welcome, welcome to- Carol. <laughs> Yay. Welcome to our birds of a feather together call. <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor to be here amongst all these um, beautiful women. Beautiful. And of course, Dawn, you know, I would walk a tightrope for you. Oh, thank you. And I would catch you if you fell. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) So, Carol, we would love to know um, about your love of feng shui and your journey to sharing it with so many people over the past 30 plus years. Yeah. Um, I think for a lot of us, um, we were smitten back 30 years ago. And I know Mary Jane is on the call here, and she and I traveled the path for a long time together. I think it was just something that I I had never heard of it, and suddenly it was I was on, on fire about it. And I had another business. I was busy. But I um, took the time to go and learn about it. And that's what I thought would happen. I would just learn about it. I came home and I did a few things and something would always happen. You know, like, you know, I I would get a project or I would, you know, feel better, or, you know, something would happen. And I'd go, well, that's pretty, you know, that's kind of an incidental thing. And then I really took notice of it and realized that, um, no, there was something going on. I was changing my space and I was changing my life and I had to be careful. <laughs> but so far, everything positive happened. And so um, I had this other business and I came back in 
um, somehow things, um, the, the Minneapolis-St. Paul area was really good to me. Um, and and because I say that because I, you know, know practitioners all over and and no one had this experience. It's like all of a sudden people heard about it and I had a lot of speaking engagements. I had a lot of um, courses that I went off courses I was teaching. I did a ton of appointments and it was like the community just couldn't get enough, couldn't get enough. And of course it took me like five years before I went, you know, this is really something. I think this is really um, a benefit. And so I organized it and created a school. And so I had a school for 24 years. And I think we tra I trained and I took on a partner uh, halfway through. Um, I think we trained over 600 people from all over, all over the world. And, um, and so uh, now I'm kind of in the twilight of all of that and still doing work and still realizing how powerful this is. And it seems like this doesn't make logical sense, which is true, but it makes energetic sense. And I, you know, I'm preaching to the choir on this group, you know, here, here, you know about energy. A lot of people would call me to do an appointment and not understand that concept and think, if I clean the closet, will I be, will I feel, but you know, like they didn't understand, they were just looking for a quick fix and it didn't always work well for them. But those who really got the idea that we're all, everything's connected, everything's energy. and um, that's the basis on which it, it operates. And I still operate on that. In fact, four days ago, we just moved into this place and, um, it was feng shui all the way. Um, and it didn't feel, you know, we moved in a Mercury retrograde time. Everybody was going, don't do it then. And we did it anyway. And so we came through unscathed. Nothing was broken. Nothing was lost. It got a little chaotic at the end, but you know we were able to cope pretty well with it all. And I just know that that the intentionality that feng shui has taught me was what what was enabled me to do it. So it's I'm on fire about it. Obviously, I'm very passionate about the whole concept. That's so beautiful, and I've been bearing witness to this for about twenty seven years. I guess yes. it's been. And yeah. uh, when you first got started, I had uh, brought you to where I was working at the time as a development director at a Unity Church. And there's a whole funny story. And someday maybe we'll share that story, but we don't really have time for it today because we want to get to your teaching. And before we do, I know I had not asked you this question beforehand, but it just comes to me now with all the myriad of things you could be doing with all of your experience and know-how in feng shui, what made you want to connect with New World Women? Because you could really do anything anywhere with all of your experience. Uh, I think for me, it was um, community. Um, I, you know, a lot of women are out there as lone wolves doing their work. And this was an opportunity to, to be part of something. Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, uh, by myself. And um, and the quality of, of women has been just amazing and very impressive. And so um, I, I, think that, I think that was it. Of course, you, Dawn, because I'm going to walk that tightrope for you. <laughs> I, I, uh, that, you know, I know your ventures that you've been through over the years, and I know what you've done, and I know where your heart is. And um, I, I wanted to be part of that. So. 
Yes. And to thank you so much for saying that. And, you know, to piggyback off of that idea of collaboration, I noticed you took on a partner, you know, um, after you had been in business for many years and what a difference that made for you. And I know when I had venerable women all those years by myself, it was it was wonderful. And yet it was challenging and it never scaled. It never got bigger because it was just me trying to figure everything out. So having Sean Vujot and Mecca Page, um, our little triad or trinity or triangle, however you want to think of it, it has really made all the difference. So it goes back to that idea of collaboration and community. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's going to be a theme coming up uh, in the, in about a year or so in according to Chinese um, cosmology, collaboration. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we're going to turn the floor over to you and we're going to get those slides up and uh, you can begin your presentation. And again, please accept our deep gratitude for you doing this. Oh, you are so welcome. It's an honor. Okay. Now I didn't have that little, little thing to come up. That's right. I can handle it. <clears throat> Hold on, hold on. Just sure thing. We're all cool. We told you, you know, we're all <laughs> neophytes when it comes to technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, Yay, you know, here it is. <laughs> what happens is that it uh, is different every time I do it. So, mm -hmm. so um, what I want to just kind of preface this whole thing by saying that um, the 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 information that I'm going to share with you tonight is certainly based on Chinese tradition uh, that has been very much part of our um, training with Professor Lan and Roger Green particularly he's uh, he's still alive and still teaching he's from Australia and and um, and it builds I mean it 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 fits in with you know feng shui the people think feng shui is just about moving your furniture and <laughs> part of that but it is also about a lifestyle. And so I'm going to talk to you about, you know, one aspect of the, um, of this Chinese tradition around the new year, which it can, which is very meaningful and very um, intentional. So um, we have the, the, the Chinese have two, Year, two um, uh, ways of honoring the new year. One is a lunar new year um, and one is a solar new year. And the lunar new year is variable. It follows the moon, um, the first full moon, uh, first new moon after the solstice determines the lunar new year. And a lot of the Chinese use that as their new year and they start their celebrations. The solar new year is 95% on February 4th. Sometimes it's on the 3rd. It just depends on timing and, and where the sun is and all of that. But, but we usually use February 4th as the determinant of the new year. And so, um, you know, I always say, look, you can make your res resolutions on January 1st, and then you can look at them on the, the lunar new year, which typically is before February 4th, but I see that I think next year or so, the Lunar New Year happens after February. Well, anyway, you've got more options to go and review those, those resolutions for the year if you decide that, oh, you know, I'm never going to do that. 
well, January 22nd, which is Sunday, this coming Sunday, you have an opportunity to say, well, you know, did I make resolutions then? Maybe you forgot. Maybe you want to make one. Maybe you made a bunch and you realize I can't do all of this. I can only do part of it. It's a time to just kind of, you know, you got a little extra time to think about it. The solar new year is is typically the one that we use in our in our records because there's an aspect of feng shui in which um, we look at what uh, the person's chart, they you can do birth charts for people and what is their chart and it's based on the solar new year. So anyway, just so you know that. Um, I would say that in, a, in, in the States, most people follow February 4th as the new year, the Chinese new year, but you've got some options here. Um, the years are... Uh, categorized in a segment of 12, in 12 segments. And they're all, um, they're all, they all have an animal associated with them. There's a, there's a great story behind that, which is that um, sometimes they say the, the Buddha came. Sometimes they say the Jade Emperor came and who had created all of the world. And they called together. They wanted to have a meeting with all the animals. And only 12 showed up, and these were the 12. And so they each got a year. And so this year we have the uh, rabbits. We're in, we're in um, the, the year of the rabbit coming up. It'll be coming up um, February 4th. And so um, there, each, of the, uh, each of the animals also has a connection to one of uh, an element uh, that we, we there's a five element chart which is very integral to feng shui and space but they use it it's being used with the animals and so each animal takes on one of these elements the rabbit is a wood animal and so um that that is that's just part of its nature that will never change but that having said that that the every year has the animal with its element, and then it combines with another element, sorry, with another element, one of the other elements. And there's a chart. It's a 60 year, if you have 12 animals and five elements, it's a 60 year deal. And so this year, the little wood rabbit is being um, paired with water. So if you look at the charts of the elements, they, they, interact with each other in a couple of ways. This is what's called the um, supporting cycle. And um, you can see water would support wood. This is, you could jump, you could make that leap. Water lets things grow. You know, wood creates, can create a fire. Fire, when it's burned out, enriches the earth. Earth creates metal. Metal has condensation and now we have water. Okay, so you would say that water creates wood. Hold that thought because that's an exception here. So this is the year of the rabbit. In Chinese, it's Tutsa. That's its name, Tutsa. And um, I love the I love I love the language. I love Mandarin, and a lot of its little pictograms. In, in fact, most of it, most of the characters are pictograms. So here's the little rabbit ears and the little tail. Um, rabbits, rabbit. This is I got to just tell you. We're moving into a very sweet year. Um, I do a lot of research 
every year uh, from various people on what, what's the predictions for the year based on Chinese cosmology. And, and a lot of times <laughs> I'll read one and they'll say, oh, this year is really going to be, you know, treacherous and there's going to be a war and there's going to be sickness. And, and then this, another guy for the same year will say, this is going to be a really nice, you know, financially viable year. People will be really happy. It's like, wait, do you talk to each other? Or, you know, like, how do we make sense of this? I had no conflicts. Everybody said this was going to be a great year. Um, and these were just some words that were used. Um, think about the rabbit. The year often takes on the, the animal's qualities. We're coming out of the tiger year. And this was a, a ferocious tiger. This was a hard year. I mean, for a lot of people, this was a really, really hard year. And think of the politics and the political things and the war and all of that. Now we're moving into the into the rabbit year. And a couple of those people I researched said the Ukraine war is going to end. It is going to end this year. This is set up for it to end. I hope they're right. So, um, so we've got that, and it's paired with water. Now, it isn't just water, plain old water. It's what we call yin water. There can be yin or yang. Last year, the tiger had yang water. It was just full out. This year, we have yin water. And I'll tell you a really cool analogy I read. Um, this year, the, the, the analogy was that um, the little rabbit is like, you know, and they're so cute and they're, you know, they're sensitive and yeah, they're eat your plants, they're a little feisty, but you know, there's just a softness to them. In fact, the Vietnamese don't use rabbit for this year, they use the cat, my friend. So um, the yin water, it, uh, the, the, the rabbit this year is um, like a little flower and the yin, uh, the rabbit is like a little flower and the yin water is like a dewdrop. I mean, this is the image, this is, you know, sensitive, intuitive, introspective, peaceful. I mean, we're just aching for something like this, and it's come. It's coming. This is this is what we're going to. This is what we're going to look at. So here they here we are. Sensitivity, dedication, intuition, introspective, peaceful, spiritual. Uh, it's a nice. Uh, it's something to really look forward to. I'm, I'm really telling you this, um, and. Uh, you will be getting um, horoscopes. I believe you're going to follow up with. Uh, yes. Horoscopes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did, again, research and compiled uh, um, uh, what each animal is going to be like. If you don't know what animal you are, you can go online and just give them your birth, you know, your year of birth. You have to have been born February 4th or later to be the animal. So. If you were born in January, you're the year before. You're a year older. I know it doesn't sound good, but they just that's their cycle starts February 4th, and then the animal goes to the next February 4th. So if you're in January, you have to back up a year. But um, this is going without fail. There was one animal that is going to be challenged. Um, so other animals in this chart, and you're going to want to, you might. This might be something you would think about doing. The other animals that are are um, com compatible with the rabbit are the pig and the sheep or the goat. Um, what you do with that information is 
uh, if if you were, if you found out you were born in the year of the sheep or you were born in the year of the pig, this, this could be even extra good for you. Um, if you want that kind of energy, um, you can just go to any, you can go online to any Asian site and they'll be happy to sell you a little pendant that has the rabbit, the pig and the sheep. And you can wear it, you can put it in your purse, you can just have it on your desk. Again, it's just talking about this triumvirate of, of um, good luck coming into play. They act as a team, they're a little, uh, a little trio. The animal that is really gonna do well this year, uh, this, is, this is sort of the friend chart, you, they, they aren't exactly opposite each other, but the rabbit's special friend is the dog. So if you're a dog, if you find out you're a dog, this is going to be a very, this is, this could be a very good year for you. Of course, you know, if you abuse things and don't take care of things and don't pay your bills, then you're, you know, that's your problem. But generally speaking, um, this will be a good year for the, the dog. And most every one of them, uh, of the, of the people that I research says, get a, a symbol of the dog and have it. And that can be a little dog figurine. I have a little dog figurine. <laughs> uh, you can get tiny, tiny, tiny little charms, little baby things that you could put in your pockets, you can put in, on your desk, you can put in your purse, you can just have it there. And the whole idea is that, of course, it's energy. It's just energy. Um, and it may seem like, oh, it's a rabbit's foot. Well, yeah. It is. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of data about that, about that uh, tradition. And so um, uh, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I think most of us in the feng shui world do something like that. We create something in the environment that allows, allows the, um, the rabbit to really shine. Because if he's hanging out, if the rabbit's hanging out with his friend, he's doing really, he's doing really well. Now there's one animal that is a challenge this year, and this is the rooster. And so you want to find out if indeed you are a rooster. This doesn't mean you, you're just going to like break your leg, have a car accident and a brain concussion. That doesn't mean that, but it could be mischievous things. The way around it is to just do kind of a lay low. Um, if you were our rooster, this isn't the year then for you to start your business or write your book. Or, uh, you know, take some extensive trip up to Mount Kilimanjaro. I mean, you know, like, just step back a bit. Just, you know, play it safe. Um, really think it through. It's one year, you know. This is the only animal that um, I read that is going to be challenged. So um, it doesn't mean about living in fear. It means about just being aware, being intentional. All right. Um, the there is two things that are helping all of us this year. Sometimes there's some kind of energy called the nobleman energy, and um, there's also uh, something called the academic, and they both show up this year. If you have, uh, if you were born in years that ended in two and three. And I think the rooster, because this would help the rooster, the rooster, if you were born in 1993, I believe you'd be a rooster. This will help you. Um, the nobleman energy is protection. 
Uh, it's inspiration. It's, um, you know, just sort of a, uh, an overall feeling of, of help. The academic gear isn't so much about learning. It's about creativity. So uh, you may be a rooster, but if you're if the year ended in a two or a three, you really could take some risks and take some chances because you've got some extra help here. But all of this is going on anyway this year. We're all going to get a little bit of a benefit from the nobleman and, and the fact that it's an academic uh, year. Um, Another aspect of this, and I don't want to get into the weeds on it because it's it's a, it's a kind of it's a heavy concept. It's something called flying star, and this is where you know most of the time we think that feng shui is about your space. It is about your space, but this aspect is about your space and timing. And so, when was you know what? Where are we in the universe? And right now, this is this is the plan. And the things you really want to know is what what areas are being aff afflicted this year and what can you do about them? So the Southeast is an area, the East, the Northeast and the Northwest. All right, if you know the direction of your home, you can do something about this. Um, those of us in feng shui have created four adjustments that we just move around from year to year. These numbers just move. And the, the affliction goes with the number. So the thing to think about for you is that you do not want to, this is not the year to say, hey, let's go over here and add on um, a garage. Or let's bump this up. You don't want to activate this area or this area. Or you don't want to do remodeling anywhere here. Um, in any of these four areas, you want to keep them really quiet. It's like you just let let the dragon lie quiet and not, you know, ramp it up at all. There is a theory you shouldn't even spend much time in these areas. I don't know if it's your bedroom. I don't think that's going to work. Mm -hmm. But um, you can add some um, adjustments uh, for this three. This is about conflict. Uh, arguments it could be about separating, divorce. You add something red to that area if it's in the southeast. Um, uh, oh, it is in the southeast, but if it feels appropriate. If it's your bathroom, I wouldn't do that because, you know, you don't live in your bathroom usually. If it's a garage, I wouldn't do it. But if it's your bedroom, if it's your office, I would then, I'd find something red, red flowers or red pillow, um, you know, anything, just any little symbolic thing that is not inherent, like I have to, I have to have, I have to keep this here. It has to, you know, be transient enough so that when we're out of this, this um, phase, you can just take that out, that, that adjustment out. Um, in the East, the adjustment for that is uh, metal, something metal. Uh, the, one of the uh, traditional things are these, um, the six coins, um, they're, Chinese coins and they're woven together and they have a tassel. It's a look. I mean, I get away with it because, well, I do feng shui. Uh, you may not like that look, but anything metal, something that would, um, you know, it could be a metal statue. It could be something round. Round is a metal shape. Um, could be something white. White is the color for metal. Uh, just something symbolic. Again, if you're, if it's an area that you use, you know, might be your office and you're in here eight hours a day. Like 
yeah, well, you might want to do something. In uh, the Northeast, the the element you want to add is water. Uh, so this is showing a, a bamboo plant because you would water it. So it could be that. But again, it's not something that you already have there. But, you know, understand that. It, it needs to be something new or not even new, but you move from one place to another. Um, and then the last one is five. That one also is about, um, two is about illness. Uh, seven is about break-ins and theft. And five is about uh, just bad luck in general. It's like the number you avoid. And that is also about adding metal. So, you know, you can do one or, you know, think about what's going on. If if this were my garage or if this were um, a guest room that's hardly in there, I, I wouldn't do anything in there. But if this was my, maybe if it's my formal living room, I wouldn't do it there either. But if it was, you know, the family room, I'd put something metal. And it doesn't have to be like odd. You know, the last thing you want your feng shui adjustments to do is to have people question your sanity. <laughs> so, um so it's an it's an interesting way to bring some timing into the whole perspective of your space. So um, yes, do not activate those. And here's the adjustments: southeast fire, fire or red. Uh, east is metal; it can be round or white or a metal piece. Northeast is water, and northwest is is metal also. So some actions to take that I would say to kind of sum up is. Um, have a dog. I mean, some of you already have a dog. We're talking about another dog, just, you know, a, a token dog. Uh, or you can use the three animals. Do one or the other. I don't know that I would do both. Um, have a way to bless your home. Just really, if you have a blessed home, it's, it, you know, it's going to help you. The home, your home really just wants to help you. It wants to protect you. It wants the best for you. So have a way of blessing it, whether it's it's um, a candle you walk through or you use sage or you have a bell. I mean, and do it regularly. The, your home loves that and will thank you for it. You can adjust for these directions we talked about. My te teacher, Professor Lynn, used to say, if you meditate every day and you do a good deed every day, you don't even have to do any of it. <laughs> so there's your other there's your other option. Um, it's really just about finding your own core and your own center and um, uh, and that that will align things in a beautiful way. So you're also going to get another handout. Um, the 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 Chinese have uh, when <clears throat> when it's New Year's, they put something on their front door and sometimes it's couplets, which means it's a poem. So on one side of the door will be, you know, some Chinese characters and on the other side is the Chinese characters and they complete each other. So it'll be something they've written out. But another way they can do it is they <coughs> use this uh, word foo, F-U. <laughs> and <laughs> it means good luck, it's prosperity, it's, uh, it's on necklaces, it's on flags, it's on sidewalks. I mean, it's just, you know, a, 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 a general word for foo. And people will say something like, um, uh, uh, yeah, they'll use the word fu and they'll say like fu dala, you know, dao meaning it's arrived, fu dala. Um, or I'll say, um, uh, wo pang yo, 
Dala, my friend came, or well, Dala, I'm here, I've arrived. So um, it, it is about something happening. But in the Chinese, you know, their whole language is homonyms. And so every homonym has like eight different meanings. So you have to figure out what meaning it is. The word Dao also means upside down. So often you will see the Fu upside down. And so it's one character, but it's saying in a very poetic way, Fu Dao Le. Uh, the, 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 the good luck, the prosperity has arrived. And so you're going to get a handout where you can cut that out. You can make it as big or as small as you want. And you just, you can stick it on your front door, stick it on the door to your office. If you feel more comfortable doing that, it does not have to be seen. Um, but you're just uh, kind of bringing it in, embracing it and having, uh, good luck, prosperity, that's coming to your door. And then I just want to say one last thing. <clears throat> the, um, <clears throat> we, the, the timing thing, the, the, the Chinese love these layers of timing. We are moving from a period eight. We've been in a period eight for 20 years. This is the 20th, this is the 20th year. And next year we're moving into a period nine. It is all about women and it's all about collaboration. And I'll tell you why that is. I know, isn't that great? Um, the period nine is represented by fire, the element of fire, fire of all the elements. Fire cannot be held. It cannot, you cannot pick up fire. Wood, you can hold water, metal, earth, but fire needs a collaborative friend. <laughs> it needs wood or it needs paper or it needs something to burn. So that whole idea of collaboration working together is coming up in period nine. And that yin line in the middle is female. And so the theory is that middle-aged women are gonna really hit their stride during the next 20 years. You have to get through this year of peace. And then, then uh, we're moving into a, a, a beautiful female time. So it's very hopeful. This is a very hopeful time. Believe me, I've been reading these projections for years and years. And I, I have to say this was, um, this was the most uplifting. The one thing about the last time we had a, a yin water rabbit, which is what we're having, gonna be having now, uh, it was 60 years ago, the 60 year cycle. And it was 1963. And it was the year that John F. Kennedy was shot. And it's that kind of secretive, traitor thing that's underground that's the kind of thing that could happen in the in the rabbit year um you know nobody expected nobody saw it coming nobody even dreamt that anything like this could happen so it's um there is that there is that aspect around it so anyway i'm having a retreat sun uh saturday with my uh partner lisa it's uh 8 30 to 12 you can reach out if you're interested in, in um, we do a lot of uh, introspective work about last year, the tiger year, what's coming in the rabbit year, set some plans and goals. I have a lifetime membership program, it's $10 a month or $100 a year, something like that. Um, I'm pretty active on it, not now while I'm moving, but I have been, and um, it's a place to ask questions and watch what other people are doing. So, yin rabbit. Thank you, Carol. Let's all open up our 
microphones, unsilence ourselves and say thank you to Carol for this beautiful, hopeful message for 2023. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Carol. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Carol. It is hopeful. Yes. Great. Yes. Well, now we're going to go into our breakout rooms and you can um, have a, a little discussion with some sisters. Um, and the two questions that you can discuss are, you know, what really stood out for you in Carol's teaching, like maybe something that you want to embrace or do in your life. And what are you looking forward to in this new year based on this new information or anything else? And then after that, we're going to have a drawing for one of Carol's extraordinary books called Conversations with Your Home. So anyone present on this call, Mecca's been writing out all of the names as people have been entering and she's going to do an old-fashioned raffle drawing uh, after <laughs> we do our breakout rooms and um, that's going to be great and we will get that autographed to you and mailed off to you within a week. So um, thank you again, Carol. That was phenomenal. So uh, let's go ahead and go into our breakout rooms and uh, the questions to discuss are what stood out for you in this teaching and what are you looking forward to in the new year? Well, that was fun. It was nice getting to talk to everybody in my group. That was really fun. So um, and now um, New World Women co-founder Mecca Page will do our raffle drawing for an autographed copy of Conversations with Your Home by Carol Hyder. And then she's going to share what's coming up in New World Women. So um, Mecca, are you back in the large group here? I am back in the large Yay! group. Yes, I am. <laughs> so I'm stirring up this bowl with all of our names <laughs> here. And we'll see which one comes out. All right. Emma Bauman. Congratulations. So if you could please um, email your mailing address to me, and that's dawn at dawn at newworldwomen.com. That's dawn at newworldwomen.com. Um, uh, I will be seeing Carol on Sunday. She will autograph the book and I'll get it mailed out to you first thing Monday morning. Amazing. Thank you. Very, very good. Congratulations. That's yeah, beautiful. That's great. And now, Mecca, we're going to turn it over to you for some announcements. All right. Thank you. So first and foremost, we want to thank all of our founding mothers. Um, we're growing by the day. So if you don't see your name on that list and you want to have it on there, be sure to check out the website and sign up under the Founder Circle and we'll be happy to make that happen for you. We can do a payment plan or you can do it online. It doesn't matter, either way works for you. So thank you to all of our existing founding mothers. The next thing on the list is uh, just an update. We have 33 luminaries right now and I, I actually think we might have 34 and I just have no space to put the 34th <laughs> one. So I may have to actually reconfigure our whole page layout so that we can fit more luminaries in because we are adding them <laughs> frequently as well. So, um, and we are thrilled that our luminaries um, have all been able to meet with Dawn and given Dawn um, 
their their plans for their classes and all their contributions. So we thank them tremendously. And speaking of Dawn, um, mm -hmm. we would like to ask you, is it in your heart to have a loving and supporting sisterhood that grows and stays inspired together? If so, schedule an appointment with Dawn so you can experience our four-step sacred meeting process and learn more about New World Women. So you can contact her at dawn at newworldwomen.com. And the next thing is our next issue of the New World Women magazine is coming out very soon. Um, if you are not already um, signed up to receive a copy, then um, go to our website and fill out a little form that just says, yes, you know, I want to sign up to receive the issue. And you'll get a link that gives you um, access to our past issues. And then you'll be on the list to receive the issue when it comes out. And for our founding mothers, please use your referral links to share the issues with your friends so that we can track who you're sharing with and they can be in your friend circle. And the big news we've all been waiting for, yes, it's happening. So we wanna tell you to buckle your seatbelts. The moment we've all been waiting for is almost here. Beta testing on our software will begin in a few weeks. So we are very, very happy and excited about that and uh, can't wait to share it with everybody. And next month for our Birds of a Feather Together call on February 16th, we will have founding mother and luminary Sarah Routman, who is on this call tonight, um, do a presentation called Laugh Your Way to Help wealth and joy, no joke. <laughs> she means that you can transform your life by simply, simply adding laughter every day. She is a global laughter ambassador, a laughter yoga instructor, and founder of Laugh Healthy. And some lucky woman on that, that call will win one of Sarah's planners. So we look forward to that and hope that you will all um, plan to, to attend that that birds of a feather together call. And I think that is it. Okay. Thank you, Mecca. Thank you, Mecca. Thank you, thank you. All right. So, and thank you so much, Carol, for teaching tonight at the last minute. We're so grateful for you. And we loved your teaching and we are excited from the breakout rooms I got, I gathered from everyone that we are really looking forward to this beautiful new year yeah. of peace and creativity and being environmentally aware and being enriched and introspective and all those beautiful things after a sort of tumultuous 2022. Yeah. So thank you, Carol. So much. You're welcome. And we also send our blessings again to Don Marion uh, and her family tonight. And we also send our blessings to Pat Grissom and her family tonight. She's also a founding mother. So sending our blessings. And um, we thank all of you and those of you who are watching the replay for showing up with your full heart this evening. We invite you to become part of our New World Women's Sisterhood.
please explore our beautiful website, newworldwomen.com to learn more about how New World Women is providing teaching, inspiration, like-hearted sisterhood, and a path to prosperity for women's self-empowerment around the world. And now please place a word, so unmute yourself, please place a word and its energy of blessing into our circle as we say farewell for now. Gratitude. Joy. Resonance. Happiness. Elegance. Peace. Expansion. Abundance. Self-respect. Love. Justice. Much, much gratitude. Silence. Hope. Beautiful. Good night, dear sisters. Thank Good you night, everyone. Us. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founder Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world. A world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.